0: Let's
1: get nuts. Well, hello, everybody. What's happening? Oh, it is Monday, November 8th. Jeez, we're gonna be, we're already a week in November, it's pretty crazy. What's happening? End of Monday, though, mind you, it is the End of Monday, so you know. at least there's that, right, guys? Right, who's out there, huh? Welcome to Fumble Tucker Live, of course. Make sure you smash that like, thumbs up, make sure you're subscribed to the channel, do all the stuff, talk to me. <laughs> no, 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 I, I hate that campaign. <laughs> Throw it out. Ah, uh, I'm about my chest. <laughs> No, right? No, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Nick? Yeah. Favorite scenes in Eternals film? Good question. Really good question. Yeah. Hello, Ryan. How's it going? Got Jason right here, of course. Gotta change it up, man. Gotta change it up. Let's see. Dave, love the new Into Music. Uh, So much better than the last one. There you go. Gotta change it up, right? What's going on, Mr. Neil? Good to see you. Ghostbusters almost here. It's almost here. Got Stephanie. Good to see you. Always. Ah, well, how do I choose? I just choose nuts. That's right. We all know it's on rope. Just kidding. Hi. Hi, Mom. Mom film donkey here. Hello. Everybody say hi to her. It's right in the house. We've got Selena Kyle right here. Everybody now. Okay, so you're liking the new the new choices for songs. That's fine. We got uh we got Mr. Kevin right here. Good to see you, of course. Always good to see everybody. They're saying hi to each other and whatnot. Alright, so we are done with that. Thank you for joining everybody. Uh yeah, like I said, make sure you smash that like thumbs up. Subscribe if you want to become a member. The join button's down there too. Should I do uh a members-only stream when it comes to, uh, Tuesdays, and, you know, sometimes I do members-only vlogs, too, when I'm feeling a little, like, giving a, you know, a little bit more of the tea and whatnot, so, uh, and then, of course, we've got the, uh, the Patreon, if you want to help out the Patreon, help out the pirate ship right there, much, you know, every little bit helps, guys, every little bit helps, and then, of course, we've got merchandise down below in the film, Junkie Closet, that's right, ah, anyways, how's everybody doing, okay, yeah, I never uh I never liked the uh when people were people campaigned for Zack to do Wonder Woman 3, he would never do that. He would never do that because uh him and Patty are friends. He would never do that. Plus there would be a huge backlash against the man if he did. Huge because it would be what do you think? I mean, it's 2021, guys. It's 2021. There would be a huge backlash if a dude that directed Wonder Woman. It's like, come on, come on, guys. Yeah, so I never, I was like, yeah, he would never do that. And uh, I don't know why that that's still a thing, you know? It's like, well, I thought we wanted Zach to do Justice League 2 and 3. Not Wonder Woman 3. <laughs> we, Yeah, it's like uh, pick and choose, people. What do you want him to do? The Justice League sequels or a sequel to uh, a spinoff to his stories? I think we want him to do the Justice League sequels, not the Wonder Woman sequels. Just saying. Yeah, I know. But uh you know what's going on Tyler? how you doing? Um, but yeah, it's just uh, it's just interesting when I see that. But uh, anyways, hope you guys had a good day. Hope you guys had a good weekend. It's a pretty uh, pretty eventful weekend, I guess you could say. a lot of streaming and uh, everything. so um, and uh, you know, got to spend time with the uh, some family yesterday, dad and mom. What's going on there, Mr. Uh, Mr. Strongarm. good to see, ya. good to see. Ya. Alright, and we got Paul right here too, we got Tyler, good to see you, good to see you guys, welcome, welcome, but uh, yeah, it was a good Sunday, and then uh, finally got my eternal spoiler discussion up, uh, sorry that I was late on that, but you know, it happens, it happens, we got Mr. Eric Batterson right here too, good to see you. good to see you. Heroes Evolved, oh well, yeah, need to clone Snyder, yeah, there you go, need to clone Snyder, <laughs> Zack or bust, yeah, no. Um, he is the blueprint though, guys. He is the blueprint. I love the fact that, the, that Zack Snyder is the blueprint was, uh, <laughs> was trending over the weekend, which was great. It was absolutely fantastic. Anyways, thank you guys for ch- clicking in. Let's, we got to get to the tweets every Monday, man. It gets a little hefty when it comes to the tweets. Okay. Let's see what we got here. Let me make sure I got that. Cool. All right. We are here. Let's do this. Oops. Forgot to turn that off. All right. So let's go to the tweets. Uh, I keep forgetting the sound effect. Anyways. All right. Let's see what's going on here in the Twitter world. Uh, We got a new we got a new uh, scream shot right here, which looks pretty good. Looks pretty cool. Not going to lie. That's uh, that's a pretty good shot right there. Good cinematography. I mean, I'm still not really excited for it, but I'm still I'm curious to see where they take uh, where they take this movie. So, yeah, it's interesting. And yes, guys, over the weekend, Miss Wonder, Meg, and I, we uh, we watched Twilight live. And as you can see, one of us was excited for it. So if you guys want to listen to it, obviously it is on the, the channel, but if you want to listen to it, it's on the various Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Google, so you can like watch along with our colorful commentary, that's right, of Twilight, which is kind of funny because I think Meg kind of talked more shit about the movie than I did. <laughs> She kind of was like this, uh, you know. It was was fun, though. It was a lot of fun. And we had a drinking game as well. So, yeah. And then, of course, uh, the latest episode of Batman the Fanimated Stream, Appointment in Crime Alley, great episode. So make sure you check that out. And, of course, the Vodka stream was great, too. Just a roundtable discussion talking about Rebel and Thieves and everything else. So make sure you guys caught up on all of that. And then we got uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. He apparently exclusively, Leonardo DiCaprio, in Final Talks, to star as Jim Jones, a 1970s religious cult leader who was behind the massive Jonestown suicide that took over 900 lives. Yeah, remember that, Jim Jones? I don't remember, like, the full story, but I remember hearing about it a while back. And, uh, oh, wow. Oh, yeah, by the way, yeah, cheers, Scotty. I do have my Monday wine. Of course, naturally. So cheers to that, and cheers to everybody else who has a drink on him. So uh, there you go. That'll be interesting. I'm sure that'll be a pretty great movie. Probably be some Academy Award recognition. Alec Baldwin needs to stay off Twitter. I love it when they choose the worst. They always choose the worst featured image for their articles. But uh, I don't know if you guys saw this, but Alec Baldwin, man, I mean... It's just turning into a shit show. This this movie is never going to get made, by the way. They, they, they just need to fully shut it down. Uh, he tweeted this out today. Every film TV set that uses guns, fake or otherwise, should have a f- police officer on set hired by the production to specifically monitor weapons safe safety. Um, no, you should just have you should just hire. People that know what the fuck they're doing and everybody should be triple checking that. And most of the time, if they're using fake guns, you don't have to worry about it if they're plastic. I mean, we talked about it a little bit, too, where it's like, yeah, didn't uh, I mean, even going back to Army of the Dead, talking about like all those guns, like all those are essentially airsoft guns. I mean, that's what's so funny. I've I've said it before. I have two airsoft uh, revolvers that if you put some uh, you put some compressed air into them. Yes, you hit the you hit the trigger and it kicks back. It kicks back. I, I, I'm actually shocked because there was literally like, uh, you know, Dwayne Johnson came out in an interview saying that he is no longer going to use real guns on his movie sets. I'm like, no longer? Why the fuck were you doing that in the first place? That's what I. That's what's so weird about all that. It's like, really? I mean, this was like a, I mean, I guess it was kind of common practice, but, but you would have thought that after the Brandon Lee incident that happened almost 30 years ago, you would think that, that, um, that they would just be hey no no there should be just like a whole science of creating fake guns that look real and react real, it's very interesting. So yeah, anyways, so there it is. And then uh and then Alec Baldwin he turned he his tweets are protected now. So that wasn't smart, but I get it. I get it though. He's trying to cover his ass. I mean, uh so I remember listening to a podcast. They said it perfectly. It said Alec Baldwin the actor. Would be okay, But the fact that he's a producer on this, then he's going to be held liable because he's a producer. And I think he's really trying to cover his ass. And yeah, it's just it's no bueno. It's no bueno. I mean, it sucks what's happening. It sucks what happened. But it's like, dude, just stay offline. Stay offline. Yeah, exactly, and then you know the whole update on that is like that armorer, that that she was inexperienced, and then she's gonna be suing that uh, that there was sabotage that happened. It's a big shit show, man. Such a shit show, it really is. So, and uh, good news for AMC. Apparently, AMC Entertainment sees a quarter-three sales surge, loses narrow amid theatrical recovery. CEO says Chain welcomed four million moviegoers globally. Yes, people are, in fact, going back to the movies. It's great. Thank God that is happening. Got to love it. You got to love it. All right. So this is uh, interesting right here. Uh, we, We, you know... It's the fact that he's, of course, in the Eternals movie, which I thought his character was... His character is one of my favorites. Drew Higg, that's what his name was. But Barry uh, Kugan, he apparently... Okay, so this is coming from... I mean, you got to take this with a huge grain of salt. We know that he's in the Batman. We know that he's in the Batman because he did post this, and he's wearing a uh, the Batman crew shirt right there. Just, you know, casual little tweet tease that he's part of it. I remember, I thought it came out that he was playing just some random character that it wasn't, you know, anything really significant. It was just a character that was going to be for the movie, and that's pretty much it. But uh, now, according to uh, this person right here, uh, this is uh, do. I don't know even how to say that name, but this is what this person had to say right here. I have really locked down information that probably will send the internet in a swirl, and it's a 100% true. Barry Keoghan will be playing their Joker. I guess their Joker the Joker on the new Batman. You're welcome. Exclusive info. So I don't know how to take this. I would not hate it because I think he, if you watch like other movies that he's been, I mean, he was in the green Knight as well. Uh, He was in that movie. uh, I forgot what it was called. Very artsy movie, but I hadn't seen it yet. It's from the same director as the lobster, which I did see, which was pretty good. I forgot what the movie's called. I'm sure somebody will um, talk about it, but uh, we'll, we'll mention the. It has deer in the title. I forgot what the title of that movie was. So, um, yeah. So, uh, no more jokers. I mean, you have to have Joker. I mean, that's just the, that's just the fact. You have a Batman, you're gonna have to have a Joker. I mean, you just that's just the way it is. Um, Arch nemesis. You gotta. You gotta. Um, especially if you're building like an entire world right here, which is what Matt Reeves is doing, but. Um, yeah, so yeah, Mad Hatter. A lot of people were thinking like Mad Hatter because he did take a picture under like a cap that looked very much that looked very much like the Mad Hatter cap. He looked like took like a picture like in a I don't I'm not sure exactly where he was. So a lot of people were kind of assuming that maybe, just maybe, he was gonna be playing the Mad Hatter because apparently the Mad Hatter is gonna be showing up in this world. But according to this guy, he's saying that it's the Joker. I don't know. I just don't know. <sighs> Nobody can beat uh, Leto. Yeah, nobody can beat Leto, Fledger, Phoenix. Jeez. Anybody who takes on the Joker again, man, you have quite the list. You have all, like, Academy Award winning, like, uh, you have all these Academy Award winners that are, um, that are playing the Joker. Yes, you have big shoes to fill. That's right. I mean, even Nicholson, Academy Award winner. So much, so much. <clears throat> And, uh, yeah, that's that's subjective, too. <laughs> um, it sucks. Scarecrow, I know. Yeah. Hey, we might get some Scarecrow. Who knows? But I don't know. Take it with a grain of salt. I'm not even sure who this guy is. Okay. He's got a picture of Brittany showing her tum-tum. Interesting. 31,000 people right here. So uh, it's interesting. Is that who this was? That's very... Okay. Well, that's fine. I didn't actually click on the name before that. I was just reading all the stuff and a lot of people going crazy with it. So who knows, guys? I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't hate it. Wouldn't be my top choice, but I wouldn't hate it. I just don't know. I, 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 to me, it just seems like, nah, I don't think so. I don't think so. Doesn't really, uh, according to any information that I've, you know, kind of checked out, I, I just don't see this being the case. I mean, The I I don't know if they're gonna tease the Joker in this at all. I mean, there's when we saw some set images, we saw like the drops or whatever that had like Joker-like smiles on them. I don't know. It's all very interesting. It's all very interesting. So, what's going on, Nicotina? How you doing? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Who would be uh, your top choice? I don't know. See, that's one of those things I'd have to think about. That's what I'd have to think about. You know, I'm trying to. I mean. Yeah, I know everybody wanted to know what's his name? Played it, Mr. Bill Skarsgård, 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 I can never remember, how do you say his last name, but everybody's just kind of remembering him being, you know, Pennywise, so, that's what they're kind of running on right there, so I don't know, I don't know, I just don't like that, I don't know, Uh, is your source Garza, (laughs) hashtag Garza is right, no, my source is not, uh, source is not Garza, no, it's not. But uh, I I, just would take that with a huge grain of salt. I don't think it's going to be the case. But, hey, you never know. Be like a nice little surprise because I'm really starting to like this guy. You know, he's becoming the new face that's just showing up out here. He's was in, he been in a Christopher Nolan movie. He's been in an MCU movie. Now he's going to be in a DC movie. I mean, he's kind of just making the rounds right now. He's kind of killing it right now. So good for Barry. Good for Barry. And I really enjoyed him in The Eternals. Really did enjoy himself. We'll see. Let's uh Uh, next person who interviews him, just ask him to do a joker laugh and see, see what we get. That's, that's, that's what you got to do right there. Anyways. Yes. What's her name? Uh, from, uh, Doom Patrol right here. Yep. She's gorgeous. So there you go. There you go. Just, um, take that in real quick. Okay. We good? All right. We're good. Oh yeah. We're gonna talk about that. Um, this is pretty funny right here. Crossover, a universal crossover. Universal crossover right here. Yeah. How about you want to see uh Marty McFly running away from Raptors? Well, there you go, right there. I actually have that figure right there. I actually have that guy over there. Um, but yeah, that's a pretty cool little setup right there. And then apparently, uh, hey, look at how good uh Batman in 4K. Batman 89 and 4K is looking. I love that shot right there. That's such a beautiful shot and that beautiful logo fucking love it yeah talk about that of course we got our first images from uh, the first lady that shows uh viola davis as michelle obama we got michelle pfeiffer as betty ford and um gillian anderson Gillian anderson as uh eleanor roosevelt and uh can i tell you that uh viola davis is nailing it nailing it she looks pretty much exactly like like the old first lady. That's right. She's got that smile down. She's got that smile down. And then there's know yeah, there's Michelle Pfeiffer, and then there's Gillian Anderson right there. So yeah, but I mean, look at that. She's got that smile down, big time. It's totally with the lips out, the way it's, it's exactly how Michelle Obama does it. So yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And then this is exciting too, guys. The Foo Fighters have a movie coming out in February, talking about their studio and it's called Studio 666. Can't wait for this. I don't know what this is going to be like, what they're going to how it's going to be sh- how it's shot. Maybe it was going to be like partially like a documentary, partially not. But uh you know, you guys know that the Foo Fighters are my all-time favorite band, so naturally, I am very excited for this. Can't wait to see it. It's going to be cool. Can't wait. <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh, that's a better one. What are you talking about? love it. And yes, guys. Social media has decided Zack Snyder is the blueprint So, Just saying. It's what happened over the weekend. It's what happened over the weekend. Oh, yeah. And there was a new uh, Ghostbusters. If you guys saw the new Ghostbusters trailer, it's only like a minute long. Didn't do a reaction or anything like that. But if I did do a reaction, this part, this part right here that uh, at the very end of it is what really excited everybody. Hey, have you missed us? Have you missed us? Oh, man. There they are. They teased them. Bam. There they are. The three remaining Ghostbusters right here in uniform with the proton packs on. And you had and you had Peter Vakeman saying, hey, did you miss us? So that was pretty exciting right there. Obviously, you know, I'm really excited for it. Cannot wait to see this. But that was the new uh, last trailer that they had today. Finally. Yes. And they finally had the classic theme, too. So great. So freaking great right there, and Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, I guess the first day of shooting happened right now. So the the entire cast did a little pose right here. Everybody right there. <laughs> you you could already tell that uh, that Batista like Batista. He's like, all right, I'm done with playing tracks after this. He's like totally done. You could you just all the stuff that he's saying and everything like that. I'm sure he's. You know, looking forward to shooting, but man, I think he's looking forward to not having to play the character again. <laughs> yeah, we got everybody right here. Of course, we got what's his name. We just got Cass's uh, Mr. Adam Warlock, um, and then we got one of the most hated men in the world for some reason. Uh, social media just absolutely hates Chris Pratt for the weirdest reasons, and that was trending again over the weekend. It's like, geez, let it go. I mean, they just want to go after this guy for everything. Here's a pretty little, uh, this is a cool little um, poster, parody poster for uh, The Flash, No Way Home. (laughs) Good job, Mr. Aaron Bailey, right there, like it. Uh, Here's a better poster, I would say, than what we got. That's a pretty cool poster right there. Of course, I don't think they're going to tease the other two Spider-Men in the poster, maybe after it's released, who knows, who knows. Of course, we'll be talking about that. Oh yeah, and then check this out, guys. I have a few. Yeah, here's some. Here's another good poster right there. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's just good stuff. But wait, do I have? Do I have all that? Where are the rest of that? Okay, so we'll talk about that. All right. Yeah, we'll talk about that. But anyway, yeah. This poster right here. So here's officially. It's official, guys. There it is. Spider-Man: No Way Home. We finally got a poster. You know, month and a half out, something like that. And it's cool and fucking lazy. This is really lazy because this is the same exact shot that we see in the trailer where he's on top of the car and the suit just like forms over him. So I don't know how last minute this was. I mean, all the freaking, you know, the Doc Ock arms and the fact that we could see, um, we could see the goblin right here. We could see Willem Dafoe's goblin right here, like in the background. And of course, we see some sand. And we see some lightning so that's kind of indicating of course you know the other villains that are in this but jesus christ they couldn't get spidey in a different pose they couldn't get spidey in a different pose jesus i know and this was all like tease and everybody was like waiting for this first poster and we kept seeing this poster this poster is already in circulation i think in australia it's already on buses so it was already leaked ahead of time it's ridiculous absolutely ridiculous this this movie, this movie hopefully delivers because keeping it anything under wraps has been an, has been a shit show. It's been an absolute shit show. And then when they released the first, the very first poster, they just cut out Spidey from the first trailer on top of the car and put him on all this little wreckage right here. It's lazy. It's fucking lazy. Man, anybody could have done this. <laughs> it's almost like. It's almost like whoever was making the poster was designing the whole thing. Like, all right, cool. We're going to have it like that. We're going to tease the villains. And then all of a sudden, Feige called and like, hey, we need you to have, we need to have the poster tomorrow. And he was like, uh, oh, shit. Oh, shit. And then he just fucking Photoshopped this pose right here, cut him out, and then just placed him right here. OK, got it. We're good. We're good, guys. Yeah? You like that? Mother of God, man. I mean, come on. Like I said, it's cool, but fucking lazy, man. Ugh. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's better than, you know, the normal Marvel, you know, the more, the normal MCU ones where they just have everybody just kind of lined up, like in that little montage form or whatever. But, I mean, still, though. Huh? I'm, I'm just kind of like, all right, well, that's whatever. Cool. I mean, I guess the, the, shy, the, the, <laughs> the highlight of this whole thing is...
0: Little itty bitty
1: goblin right over there. That's what the highlight is. Little goblin. If you if you zoom in on him, he looks ridiculous. (laughs) He does. (sighs) Anyways. Terrible. Terrible. Hey, look at that. Brandon Crawford. That's right. You knew this was gonna happen. Because the guy, uh, you know, he's awesome, and he uh, made some awesome plays even in the playoffs. Golden Glove, uh, Golden um, Gold Glove winner Brandon Crawford for shortstop. Uh, as if, as if us Giants fans didn't know that that was gonna. I mean, we knew, we knew that was gonna be the case. Come on, come on. And uh, we got an interesting. Uh, the, here's a, Okay, so we got a message read here. A message from Owen, a close friend of David Ayer, who worked on the film for a year and a half and has had the chance to witness Ayer's full cut of Suicide Squad in person. Owen designed the camouflage of the SEAL team featured in the film. So he kind of did some talking about this. He designed that. When the Joker came on set, it got real quiet. Jared Leto was 100% the Joker. He became him. Everyone on set believed it, and it was a tough-working crew who had seen it all. It's pretty good. So then we have our here. It says, here's an original Joker Conspiracy Federation patch that was worn by the Chinook helicopter crew when Joker rescued Harley. The design was hand-drawn by David I interpreted his drawings and made a patch using vintage R.D. Vietnam camouflage as a background. David's attention to detail in every aspect of squad encompass every single item that plays to camera. Purple for the Joker plus gold thread, thread, I should say, and Joker's colors. The joke's smile, name on his hand. So said this stuff right here. Look at that. There's that. Pretty cool. So just posting all that. Some more stuff to add to. Release the air cut, for God's sakes. Come on. Release that air cut. All right, so let's check out this stuff right here. We got some... Uh, we're getting some official Batman merch happening right here. I love this, and I will get this. I want this on a shirt or a poster. So here we got a little silhouette of uh and, Sin, and then we have Batman Strikes Again. So we're going to have... This is what's going to be interesting, too, because we all know that this is, of course, the second year that he is Batman. And uh, so then everybody's going to be like, who the fuck is this guy? Uh, the crime, caped crime fighter spotted uh, again over Gotham skies, caped crusaders seen up and blah, blah, blah. So we have newspaper clippings. We got pictures of Bruce right here. And it's just a really cool silhouette. And then we got this right here. That looks pretty, pretty cool. Pretty interesting on some shirts. I really like this design right here to the Batman and it's shaped Of course got green and then it's shaped uh, with the Riddler's question mark, which is really cool. Really like that. I'm vengeance. And then I actually we've seen that before. So that's pretty cool. And we got one out here where he's holding up the cape and somebody made this comparison because yes. Yes. And then there was scrolling up. Then there was uh, this right here, which is pretty cool. I don't know, it says Legion effects, but whoever drew this thought that was pretty cool. Uh, closer look at the Riddler's outfit, artwork by Daniel. I just thought that was pretty cool. So I tweeted that out. But yeah, so we got some, uh, we're getting some of that official merch coming. I really, really like this design right there. Really cool. Really cool. Because we see, like, you know, the back, and then question mark. I wonder if we can actually read or make out anything that says right there. Any, anything that says right there. It's going to be interesting to hear all the riddles that are in this movie from the Riddler, you know? Cause I always thought the, riddle, the riddles in Batman Forever were pretty fa- fucking fantastic. You know, and the fact that how, how uh, Bruce and Alfred end up figuring out who it is and the play on the name and everything, I thought that was pretty cool. So, there you go. Cannot wait for it. I'm sure you guys are excited, too. You better be, or Jose will ban you. Anyways, this cool poster. I like the reflection on the water. You got the flag in the background. Love that. Uh, Dune 2 will reportedly begin filming in July of 2022. I remember there was like a little there was something that was saying that it actually might not shoot till like the fall or or like November or something like that of uh, of uh, of uh, next year. But apparently it's going to be starting to film in 2022. And mind you guys, I'm sure there was actually more shot than, you know, where it ends. I'm sure that they probably shot some more continuing stuff. Maybe. I don't know. I'm just uh, assuming that that was the case, but I guess we'll see. So, good. And what's happening here? What is happening here? So, apparently, Idris Elba is teasing a collaboration with him and Will Smith. That's right. Uh, I should have pulled up the actual post. Let's see. Idris Elba... Will Smith. There you go. I'm sure somebody has it. I got to be careful. Uh, let's see. He posted this right here. So this is what he posted on his Instagram. He said, me plus Will equals coming soon. So, of course, a lot of us, I, I you know, I was just like, hey, come on. Just fucking, you know, that's just Deadshot Bloodsport. Let's bring it. Come on, man. Just do it. I think a lot of us would would enjoy that. Can you imagine like a series or a short lived mini series that, that featured those two when it comes to. You know, being in the game, being in the game of uh, contract killing assassins or whatever, I think it would be cool. Like a little competition between two assassins would be cool. I doubt it's going to be the case. I'm, you know, as much as we want, as much as we want it to be the case, I'm sure it's not going to be this. I was just like, just fucking do it. But yeah, it's not going to be anything with that. I'm sure it's just going to be something that's still going to be cool because these two are uh, fantastic. I'm sure it's going to be, pretty damn cool so yeah yeah as much as we want that to be something it's just it's not gonna be anything but it's always fun to just kind of you know do that whole nerdy thing you know and get all crazy Lee Bermijo look at this I still have to buy the first uh two issues of Batman the imposter I haven't I haven't picked up that uh I haven't picked up the first two yet but uh here's um Bermijo's New, I mean, this is just beautiful. I mean, how much does that cost? I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, it's so much like Batson's costume. You know, he looks a little bit bigger, I will say that. But, man, look at that costume right there. It just looks really cool. But what's interesting, yeah, yeah, it's interesting because, I mean, I've heard some of the stuff, but obviously he's holding a bat cowl and he's also wearing a bat cowl. So I know there, uh, it has to do with, of course, somebody, you know, being Batman. That's not him. So it's always interesting. Always interesting. <clears throat> All right. And then we got Colin Trevorrow, who uh, apparently last night last night he put uh, the last bit of rebird reverb, uh, reverb on the last roar thanks to uh, Al Nelson, Gwen Whittle, Pete Horner, Chris Boyle's and everyone at Skywalker Sound for putting so much heart and soul into the mix. So yeah, we're going to be getting that for, we're going to be getting we're going to be getting that first trailer pretty soon right here it seems like. So excited for that. that's going to be good. And uh Oh, yeah, guys, after after I watched Twilight last night, Netflix was like, would you like to watch Last Action Hero? To which I said, yes, Netflix, I would love to watch Last Action Hero as a palate cleanser. Okay, just I need to watch that that really terrible vampire flick out of my brain. So let's watch some Last Action Hero. I'm telling you, Last Action Hero is needs to be talked about more. It is such a fucking gem and just watching. I haven't watched it in a long time. Just watching it again and just just how perfectly written it is and how it's literally Arnold Schwarzenegger just parodying himself. You know, you don't really get that. But, you, I mean, biggest action star in the world goes, yeah, yeah, let's do a parody of what I've done already. And it's so good. It's just so freaking good. Love it. Uh, And then we got Ray Fisher tweeting out that he loves, that he, I love the blueprint. So that's cool. Uh, we got a logo design right here from uh, Go Dot. I like this. It's kind of makes. Remember when I did? You know, I I have a shirt that has Gotham or you know Gotham that says Got Ham that has like all the different uh, the different Bat villains with it all. And uh, so it's you know kind of reminding me of that. But obviously this is a lot better right here. That's pretty cool. Love it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like I said, this is this is how uh, this is how these uh, Marvel fanboys have been dealing with that. Dreaded Rotten Tomato score for Eternals. Zack Snyder is the blueprint. Trending is a connection to the worst-reviewed MCU movie out of like all 30. I guess they aren't wrong. Yeah, that's how these—that's uh, how these uh, Marvel fanboys are dealing with the fact that one of their movies, oh my God, is rotten. It's rotten. So hey, let's just something. Let's just throw like uh, let's just throw Zack Snyder in there. That makes him feel better. I swear. Fucking guy lives rent free in their heads, really does, really does. This was fr- fucking funny right here. This shoe, somebody took up, somebody has a picture of a shoe and it matches perfectly with <laughs> Jay Jonah Jameson. Ah, oh, it's pretty crazy. It's pretty funny. He was a blueprint because guys, this is what Chloe Zhao had to say. Of all modern interpretations of Superman, it's Zack Snyder's with Man of Steel, which inspired me the most because he approached this myth. Uh, in in an authentic and real in a very real way. So there you go. Man's the blueprint. Suck it. Oh God, I love I love all the haters that just can't they just can't stop they just can't stop they just keep on going. That's a cool shot right there. I Love that shot. Uh, there's that. Okay, I think we're. Did you guys see? Yeah, of course, you guys switch your clock back. Clocks back. Hey, Ray Porter and Tony Todd. Two dark sides. Beautiful. Two dark sides right here. It's a good picture. Legends, legends. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Here's some good art right here. I like that. Bowing down, bowing down. Uh this is pretty funny. Yeah, Out a add a context, uh, Snyder.
0: You look at Instagram every day. Like, what is the matter with you? You
1: <laughs> exactly. What is the matter with you? What is the matter with you? Yeah. Okay. Fucking a, okay. So did you guys see this right here? So here's the reason why. Here's the reason why. According to Variety, this is the reason why that the Eternals, again, going back to the Eternals. Hopefully after after this weekend, we're not gonna. And after this show, I don't even want to talk about the fucking Rotten Tomato score of Eternals anymore. But did you guys hear this shit? This is what they had to say about this.
0: Eternals from director and co-writer Chloe Zhao has opened in theaters. Critics have weighed in on it, and it has been very divisive. Actually, drawing the lowest-rated Rotten Tomatoes score of any MCU film in history. God thus far. forbid. First of all, Elizabeth, it is not a bad movie in the slightest. I think it's one of Marvel's best efforts thus far. Has great action. It focuses a lot on story. It's diverse. Has great characters. All that. I think this speaks to a larger problem that is in the industry. Any time a woman takes on the action genre, which has been typically made for <sighs> oh, men to oh. helm. People come harder on that filmmaker when she takes it on. I think it's, I think it's the issue that needs to be addressed because it is not draw that criticism that it's been receiving.
1: That's the take, as you can see on their coffee mugs. The take, it's the fact that she's a woman. That's why. Yes. You know, it's okay to give a bad review for a movie directed by a woman. It's okay. Okay, you don't have to, like, you know fluff up your review just because it's a woman that, that that's actually more sexist you know if you get my drift it's like hey sometimes just like the guys there's a lot of bad films made by guys guess what there could be bad films that can, that are made by women that's just the way it is i actually like the fact i really like the fact that the fact that it is there is a there is a, a discourse okay it is divisive i like the fact that that's the case I do. But you know what she had? She ended up making one of the most unique MCU movies. Now, me personally, I thought, yes, the middle part was just, I wasn't like a big fan of how it kind of played out in that middle part. was a big fan of the final act, definitely. You know? I wasn't like a huge fan of the movie. I don't think it's the worst, by no means. It's still, it's still by no means a bad movie. Uh, but I don't think it's like in one of the best ones, best category either, but... You know, it's just kind of funny. What? This this take is getting so tiresome. Anytime that this happens, they just go, it's misogyny. It's all it is, guys. Misogyny. You can almost, you just know that that's going to be the case. You know, I, I even, I think I even thought that that was, I was like, oh yeah, watch, they're going to blame misogyny for the low Rotten Tomato score. Sure enough, they do. Give me a fucking break. Yet there's so many other, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel got a great score and it was. <sighs> Jesus Christ! There's so many. <laughs> it's, oh man, these people are just fucking puppets. Puppets. It's ridiculous. Um. And then, uh, yeah. Sadly, uh, Lauren Ridloff says Macari is faster than the Flash. I'm sure Macari, because she travels faster than the speed of sound. And I'm like, Ew, yeah. She doesn't know the Flash then. <laughs> It's like, all right, she's making a comparison, but she really doesn't know the flash because the flash is speed of light. Speed of light, faster than the speed of sound. And, you know, yeah. But, of course, there was those terrible takes from people, too. And I knew that was going to be the case if you watch the movie. There is a fight that happens within the movie, and I knew some people were going to be like, that's how you do it. And I'm just kind of going like, yeah, that's not the same because, um, you know, the Eternals are essentially all pretty much like gods that have in- individual powers. Um, when it comes to, like, say, Superman and Flash, if Superman punches Flash, he could, like, kill him. <laughs> he could full-on kill him. might not be the same when it comes to the Eternals. They all kind of have, like, a... They're all pretty damn powerful and can take a hit with each other. But, you know, it's a little bit different when it comes to that. But, you know, but I did like the character of Makari. I did. She was a great she was a she was one of the one of my favorite characters of the movie. But it's just like, yeah, not exactly. Not exactly that, you know, but somebody asked her and she probably just didn't do the research. So, you know, let's not let's not like let's not dogpile on that too much. But uh, oh, my God. I'm just saying, Rebecca Ferguson, there you go. Let's take a break and uh, admire. She's looking into your soul right now. Yeah. Do you feel it? Do you feel it? Because I feel it. I definitely feel it. Speaking of Will Smith, uh, yeah. Will Smith shelled out his own money to compensate his fellow actors who were impacted financially after Warner Media's day and date release plan for its 2021 slate, including King Richard. Smith was paid around $40 million for the film. So he dished that forty million to people who were affected, infect, or infected, affected by the uh, the day and date, the simultaneous uh, release right there. I just think it's safe to say that Will Smith and Keanu Reeves, yeah, they're the saints of Hollywood. Okay, they just really are. They just they look after the people that they work with. They look after you know they're just they're just saints, man, saints. I tell you, good on Will. Here's a cool uh, here's a cool little some art right here. Restore sure the Snyderverse uh, from Parabellum. Parabellum, he made that. It's pretty good stuff. Yeah, the Blueprint Man, the Blueprint. Some more good art. But uh, anyways, I think we're pretty much good now. Yeah, we're pretty much good. So let's uh, go back. All right. So let's get uh, let's get started with um, the topics right here. Those were the tweets. Let's get rid of that. Get rid of that. Oops. There we go. All right, let's talk about Patty Jenkins. Patty Jenkins and Rogue Squadron, delayed indefinitely. Yes, so this was pretty interesting, and this is why Wonder Woman 3 was was uh, trending. But there's a new THR article that just came out, exclusive. So here we go right here. Patty Jenkins' Star Wars movie, Ro- Rogue Squadron, delayed. The first Star Wars feature since 2019's Rise of Skywalker has Uh, was uh, to have gone into production next year, but it ain't doing that next year. So here we go. Rogue Squadron, Star Wars feature project due to be directed by Wonder Woman filmmaker Patty Jenkins, has been caught in the tractor beam, and it will take a little longer to make it to the big screen. Jenkins and writer Matthew Robinson and Lucasfilm have been developing Squadron for over a year with a goal of starting production in 2022. It was to have started pre-production by the end of this year. However... In what sources say are scheduling issues on Jenkins' side, the producers and filmmaking team came to the realization that Jenkins' timetable and other commitments wouldn't mesh with the window needed to make the movie in 2022. Yeah, we all were kind of wondering about this because remember when this news came out, when they announced that she was going to do it and they had that whole announcement video and and everything like that, a lot of us just went like, she's not going to direct Wonder Woman 3. There's no way that she can direct both of these movies or Wonder Woman 3 is not going to come out for another four years or whatever, four or five years, whatever the hell. We all kind of just collectively thought that nah she's going to end up just producing Wonder Woman, which probably, you know, why not? Just just produce it. Have a hand in the story. And that's about it. But then go off and do Star Wars and then you do this. I mean, come on. Thus, Squadron has been taken off the production schedule and is being postponed. The hope is that once Jenkins fulfills her previous commitments, she will be able to return to the project. Yeah. So there you go. And then they just say, like, uh, Squadron would have been the first feature since the end of Skywalker trilogy. Can you believe that? We haven't had a Star Wars movie in almost two years. I mean, I guess that makes sense. But we're not going to get another one probably for who knows how the fuck long. I mean, yeah, we've gotten Star Wars content and we're getting more Star Wars content that's going to be coming out. But it is interesting that, yeah, we're not going to see a Star Wars film for a long time. That is weird. That is interesting. I I didn't really think about that because it seems like we're always talking about Star Wars. But I think it was just because we were all in that Mandalorian buzz. And then, of course, we're hearing all the the series that are going to be coming out. But, I mean... What's interesting about this is I kind of wonder if maybe when it came to her signing on, you know, signing the, signing the contract for Wonder Woman 3, Warner Brothers kind of went like, hey, we need you to make this movie sooner than whatever the fuck, whatever you're doing. And then she's got that Cleopatra movie. Remember, she's got that too, that starring gal. So I just kind of going like, yeah, she has a lot on her plate. That's why I was thinking, yeah, just, just, just hire somebody else, another director, get another director for Wonder Woman 3. Maybe. I don't know. Because, you know, you're doing a Star Wars film. They've been it's been in pre-production for over a year and now it's going to be postponed even more. I mean, first off, Jesus Christ, because let's just face it. When it comes to Disney Lucasfilm, there's it just seems like there's always something just seems like there always is something. Force Awakens. It was fine. You didn't really hear too many things about that. I don't remember hearing drama about that. But you hear drama about Last Jedi, definitely about Rise of Skywalker. Um, yeah, I mean, Rogue One also had to have some extensive reshoots. I mean, it just seems like there's just drama, drama, drama that keeps on happening with a lot of stuff. Drama with even the Mandalorian that that we were hearing too, but who knows if it was actually true. But I mean, like, Jesus Christ, what is happening over there? What is happening over there? Because there was some somebody who had, like, insider information that was tweeting said that it was... Yeah, that that uh, pre-production wasn't going well, and that's interesting. That's very interesting. I just wonder if she's going to end up dropping out after that whole after that whole video of her like rollerblading, you know, on the uh, the runway and whatnot, and announcing that she was going to be doing that. I mean, it's just like. One of the things that is happening nowadays, I mean, Jesus Christ, Warner Brothers is notorious for this. It's like their fucking colleague card is, hey, let's announce some shit. I mean, look what happened with New Gods and Ava. It's like shit just gets announced before they actually have like the full fledged like script, like the full greenlit script. This is the script we're using. This is what's happening. They just announce it right away before they have anything like fully locked down, which is what's so weird. Nowadays, but they want to get they want to get it all circulated out there. They want it to trend on Twitter and social media. They want it to do all that so quickly, but then it just ends up falling apart. But to me, it's sounding like it's sounding like Warner Brothers is like, no, 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 you got to do your Wonder Woman before you do your Star Wars. And I think that's what's happening. I think well, I think I think Warner Brothers came in and said like, hey, no, 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 no. And Toby, maybe that dick. But you know, you could kind of see why they want. They probably want another Wonder Woman before that, or. Or maybe that, uh, you know, some people at Lucasfilm watched Wonder Woman 84 and saw that scene where she's rolling around with uh, with mannequins. Maybe they saw that and went, no, we, we you no. no, just kidding. No, that's a bad joke. That's a bad joke. But it says also right here that uh, it is unclear what Jenkins commitments are. But she is in de- development on Wonder Woman 3 for Warner Brothers and Cleopatra feature for Paramount. So she's got two other studios that she's doing projects with. Sources say 101.3 was initially to have followed Squadron, but that could shift to four to the four now that the latter is off the table. That's definitely what's going to happen. you, you got to be, you know, no shit. Um, Squadron and Jenkins' involvement were, were first revealed at Disney's Investor Day in December of 2020. Jeez, that was almost a year ago. In a video accompanying uh, the news, she said she was using her fighter pilot, pilot, fi- father as an inspiration for the project and wanted to make the greatest fighter pilot movie ever made. It is unclear if Lucasfilm will have another Star Wars movie to be before Squadron. It is in development on several, several among them, uh, one from Marvel Studios chief Kevin Feige and one from Taika Waititi. Okay, Lucasfilm is busy with it. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, doing all that. Ugh. Well, wow. so there you go. So that's what's happening with all that. Um, I think, uh, what I was reading too was, uh, what, where was it? Where was I reading that? Star Wars, uh, was the, let's see. I think there was like something out there where a lot of people were kind of going like, Hey, wait a minute. Yeah. So basically the, the rumor that's going out there, that, which I'm seeing with some of these, um, these these guys either youtube or you know the scoopers out there when it comes when they deal highly with what disney is fucking doing especially like lucasfilm well there's always been talks in uh you know the old republic movie that that's supposedly going to be coming out apparently they're saying that this is going to replace squadron like they're going to kick the production of that earlier now so then they could still have they could fit it in the slot where squadron was supposed to be i don't know take that with a grain of salt just seems like um, it's all interesting. It's all very interesting, and uh, yeah, it just kind of makes you wonder, like, what is exactly is happening? What exactly is happening? I, I don't think there was any. I don't think Wonder Woman eighty four really affected anything with this. I know some people were joking about that, but it's like, come on, that, that they would that that would have been they would this would have been happening like a lot. I mean, Wonder Woman eighty four almost came out a year ago. That's crazy to think about, right? Almost came out a year ago. Obviously, in the uh, Christmas of of last year so they would have already like pulled the plug if they really thought the response of that was because your response was yeah wasn't as good wasn't as good because you know let's face it you know remember that first remember 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 the first trailer for wonder woman 84 remember how much it popped with the blue monday song i mean we're all just bobbing our heads that that trailer was awesome and somebody's actually there's a there's a video game out there i keep seeing the commercial that is using that song and it just reminds me. I mean, because it. I mean, you can't help but just kind of bob your head to that song. But man, that trailer popped. And then when you actually watched the movie, and you kind of went, "Okay, different kind of tone than what that trailer was." I think that's what. I think that's what. Uh, that's kind of where. That's that's a problem sometimes with trailers. It's just like, okay, you're gonna have this '80s movie, and you know, hey, you're you're giving us some a little bit of an '80s vibe right here with some music and stuff like that. Then they didn't have any music really '80s music within the movie, and then, you know, it suffers from other issues, too, I mean, it's not entirely a bad movie, okay, it's just not exactly more than you just kind of go, yeah, let's watch one of 84, at least not me, I know some people like it more, but that's fine, but yeah, but I just remember when that trailer came out, man, everybody was like, yeah, den, 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 it just was, it just popped, man, and then, just sadly, it just didn't really, when it came to, uh, when it came to the actual movie. So. But hey, if this is the case, if she's going to do Wonder Woman first, uh, let me see. It just, uh, when you take on too much, she's taking on too much. I feel, she. I mean, is she getting sleep? Is Patty getting sleep? I'm worried about Patty. You're taking on too much. You got two big franchises, two that you're going to be dealing with. I mean, both of these movies Take, I mean, pre production taken over a year. The production and, you know, post production, that takes like another two years or something like that. I mean, just a lot on her plate. And that's why, I mean, I'm like, hey, just just get somebody else to direct Wonder Woman 3 and just be part of that. I don't know. I, I just kind of wonder if she's going to end up walking away. Remember, she was actually supposed to direct Thor the Dark World. Remember, that was actually supposed to happen, but she walked away from that because of creative differences, of course, because, you know, let's face it. You know, I guess Feige didn't like what she had to give to the tape. Too, too big. Yeah. What happened? Uh, We need mods here. What do you mean? To be fair, it looks like uh, Zach is taking too much over Netflix. How is it, how does it seem that Zach is taking too much over Netflix? There you go. There you go, Zay. I don't think he's taking on too much. He's got, I mean, he's got... Two movies, yeah? I mean, yeah. I don't think, uh, because th- those are his, uh, those are his original IPs. This is Wonder Woman and Star Wars. Okay? Wonder Woman and Star Wars. A little bit different. I think Zach's like, uh, he's been developing, but see, the thing is, he's been developing Rebel Moon for, like, the last decade. And uh, he's been developing Army of the Dead universe for, like, the last five years. He's had time to develop all this you know he's got a lot of time to develop all this so that's why like when when it comes to like the production schedule and when it starts boom 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 He's gonna be you know he's gonna be just gonna hit it full on so i don't think uh nah he's he's totally fine but you know you're taking on star wars and another wonder woman sequel Oof. especially with the reception of the last one not be, you know being kind of mixed you know that's a lot of pressure it's a lot of pressure. I'm feeling like, you know, is she gonna be, is she getting enough sleep at night? Because that's got to be pretty damn stressful. Got to be pretty damn stressful. Anyways, we'll see what happens. But uh, man, I mean, if she ends up walking away from Star Wars, that's gonna be, that's gonna be crazy. Especially after that, after that whole thing and the Disney investors uh, meeting and all. So, uh-oh, did Big Ben fall too hard? I'm I got the Monday Night Football game, and Big Ben was slow to get up. Anyways, okay. Speaking of Disney, hey, and speaking of Zack Snyder being the blueprint, apparently we're going to get some IMAX formats when it comes to uh, these movies on Disney+. Plus. This is pretty awesome because it's just kind of funny how everybody was kind of complaining about, you know, the aspect ratio, the 4.3. And, you know, that that clip that I showed you earlier from the tweets of out of contact Zack Snyder, that was, that was part of when he was talking about when he was talking about the uh, how people were complaining about the bars on the side. And he goes like, OK, bars on the side, but you're OK with the bars on top. And then he says, like, you, you go on Instagram every day and you're looking at a tiny screen and it's a, and, it, and you know, he makes like very valid points. And it was funny because a lot of people had. Tri- it's just kind of funny how. People were so programmed to how it's supposed to be, you know. And I feel that, too, because there's something cinematic about the widescreen, about the 16-9 aspect ratio. Sure, there's something about it, yes. But when you see something in a 4-3, I mean, yeah, you have to adjust a little bit. But then you have to really take in how much more you are actually seeing. And I think the Corridor crew actually said it best when they were breaking down some of the scenes in Zack Snyder's Justice League. Is One of them said, like, he? they loved the 4-3 Ratio because it just made everybody look a lot more just godlike, you know? I mean, this is the Justice League, for shit's sake, and it just made them just, just huge on the screen. Even if you're watching at home, it still made them look larger than life, you know? Not compressing them down or just cutting off stuff. It just made everything look a bit larger than life. And Zach knew this. He knew exactly what he was doing. So here it is right here. It says Disney Plus to launch 13 Marvel movies in IMAX at expanded ratio. That's right. They saw what Zach did. They totally saw what Zach did. Marvel, yeah. So they're going to do all that. Um, the 13 titles are going to be Shang-Chi, which that'll look cool. Iron Man, others are Iron Man, Guardians of the Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Captain America, Civil War, Doctor Strange. That'll look cool in that aspect ratio. Right Thor Ragnarok. Uh, Black Panther, Avengers, Infinity War, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Captain Marvel, Avengers Endgame, and Black Widow, according to that. Uh, But we had one of the Russo brothers talk about it right here.
0: Hi, Anthony Russo here. And it is my privilege to share some very exciting news with you. As you may know, my brother Joe and I filmed all four of the movies we made for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, specifically for the IMAX experience. So, if you're a fan of that unique form of cinema that you get in an IMAX theater, A whole new world is about to open up to you.
1: A whole new world. This Friday,
0: November 12th, is Disney Plus Day. And beginning Friday on Disney Plus, subscribers will be able to stream IMAX's this, aspect ratio versions of our MCU movies, Avengers Endgame, Infinity War, and Captain America Civil War. In addition to other special titles in the MCU. We'd like to congratulate and thank IMAX, Disney, and Marvel for giving all of us fans new ways to enjoy and explore these movies by bringing a breakthrough streaming technology, IMAX enhanced, to Disney+. Plus. We hope you all enjoy.
1: Good. Good. I'm excited for that. I definitely am. I'm excited for that. I think it'd be cool to, see, to go back and watch these movies. And see, and I love the fact that, like, on the timeline, I was seeing people like doing like the breakdown of how the six nine and then the four three, how much more you see and what, and people are finally like going, "Oh, that's why it's like, yeah, we've been trying to tell you. Of course, you know, over here in this world, we did it. You know, we were seeing it first. It's it's just kind of funny. Like, oh, now, 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 the MCU fanboys are finally seeing it. Ha! They're like, oh yes, you can see more. It's like, yes, I tell you." But hey, you know, welcome to the 4-3 crew. The 4-3 crew, welcome. Yes, it's going to look glorious. It's going to look absolutely glorious. So I'm glad that the MCU uh, fanboys are finally going, like, yes. You know, they're they're finally realizing how the bars on the side are actually a good thing. Actually a good thing. It's going to be funny, too, because I'm sure there's going to be old tweets from people, like, shitting on that. And they're going to totally praise this shit, like, here, because why... Yeah, we, that's why we can't have nice things. Anyways, all right. Let's talk about these two bald, buff dudes. <laughs> oh, man, I love how again they're like the same height. They're like the same height, but we all know what's really happening right there. Um, so this is a interesting turn of events when it comes to the Vin Diesel and Dwayne Johnson beef. That's right. They should just uh, if they if they make if they make up they should, you know, they should they should get a they should totally just buy a beef company and just call it the uh, the Johnson the Diesel Johnson beef. There you go, it sells itself, you know? They should they I mean of course they eat a lot of it. I mean, come on. You know, get the the muscles like that without downing some uh, some good old beef, but uh yeah. So this is uh this is getting interesting because last we heard, the last time I talked about this, Dwayne Johnson was talking about how he still gets pitched Vin Diesel jokes like apparently there's going to be some Vin Diesel jokes in Red Notice that he didn't write. But people pitched it to him and he was okay with it. And they're going to be in the movie. So now we have this right here. Uh, Vin Diesel went to uh, Instagram with a very questionable picture, by the way. Here it is right here. It's like, did he did he make himself look bigger? (laughs) Because the original the picture looks like this. Okay, I mean, we all know that he's standing on something. We all know he's standing on some kind of freaking, you know, apple crate or whatever the hell they call it sometimes. Right here, it almost looks like he made himself look bigger. I don't know. Who knows? But right here it says, my little brother Dwayne, which I know a lot of people are like, little brother, little? It's like, well, he is older. But I guess the joke is the fact that he is smaller than Dwayne. But yeah, my little brother Dwayne. The time has come. The world awaits the finale of Fast 10. As you know, my children refer to you as Uncle Dwayne in my house. There is not a holiday that goes by that they and you don't send well wishes. But the time has come. Legacy awaits. I told you years ago that I was going to fulfill my promise to Pablo. I swore that we would reach and manifest the best fast in the finale. That is 10. I say... This out of love, but you must show up. Do not leave a franchise idle. You have a very important role to play. Hobbs can't be played by no other. I hope you rise to the occasion and fulfill your destiny. Ow! Now, one of the things that I also also question, has all this beef shit been bullshit? Has it all been BS? Has it all been a wrestling-style thing that's supposedly happening in real life? Are they really just like it's just 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 all been one big joke to lead into the Fast 10, the finale, to make it even bigger than it should be like just to add to the marketing like they've been marketing this whole thing. They essentially been marketing Fast 10 for three or four years with this whole beef thing. That's what I kind of wonder. You kind of kind of makes you wonder about that. I mean, the fact that he reached out, he reached out on social media just reaches out on social media and says this big, long thing, kind of heartwarming a little bit, talking about his kids, referring to him as Uncle Dwayne and whatnot, it kind of makes you wonder. Kind of makes you wonder a little bit. I don't know. What do you think? What do you think, guys? Hmm, right? It's just, uh yeah, I wouldn't put it past him. The beef is fake. Where's the beef? You don't want no beef. You don't want no beef. Come on. Yeah. Just kind of makes you wonder, maybe this was all BS. We've all been had, folks, because Dwayne Johnson comes from that world where they have like the fake beef and they sell it. What sells these events in the wrestling world? The beef. The beef. So it kind of makes you wonder if they're just taking that. This could be very brilliant, and I wouldn't put it past them, okay? I wouldn't put it past them because, first off, even though I'm tired of the fucking Fast and Furious franchise, it's still a huge conglomerate of a fucking franchise that is not that not have any cape shit or anything like that. It's huge. It's huge. Huge. And then Dwayne Johnson is a marketing man. He's a businessman. I just would not be I would not put it past them that this whole thing has been bullshit. And it's just been, hey, let's just sell it like that. See what happens. I don't know. Dwayne Johnson Hasn't responded yet. I wonder if he's going to respond publicly. He's going to have to, no matter what. He's going to have to respond publicly. He'll probably do it in a video. This is what's going to happen. Dwayne Johnson, maybe not, maybe in a couple weeks from now or something like that. Who knows when. He's going to respond in some kind of crazy video. It's going to be a a video where, I don't know, I mean... (laughs) He's going to take it, you know, remember what happened when he uh, was, was announcing Black Adam? Uh, you know, he's going to say the hi- hierarchy in the Fast and Furious franchise is going to change. I don't know. That's yeah, a stupid joke. But, you know, he had Times Square just kind of go off with all the uh, the Black Adam stuff. He's going to do something where maybe he's going to announce that Hobbs is going to be returning for the Fast for Fast 10. I don't know. I just wouldn't be surprised. It's like you can't put this past him. You really can't. You can't. So, you know. It just seems like this is very much... It's been kind of almost like a setup kind of thing. Uh, let's see. Danny. Oop. Boop. There you go. Danny. The Rock learned in the wrestling world that what sells is fights and arguments and showing up. Uh, the other person. We are all fooled. Touche, Rock. Touche. Yeah, no. I mean, it just kind of seems like it's like that. And, and you know what? Good. Good on them. I'm not hating on it. I'm not hating on it. Guy's constantly selling. So... And thank you for the super chat, Danny. Appreciate that. Five bucks. You're awesome. So I would not put it past him. Hope he replies uh, with kiss the rings, bitch. <laughs> oh, man. He's gonna re- I think he's going to reply. It's going to be something very interesting. It's going to be something very interesting. It just seems like this is all too planned. It's all too planned to me. So and I hope he does. And I hope we do see Hobbs in the last movie. You know, you have to. I have a feeling we're going to see everybody... Who's ever been in the Fast and Furious movie? We're going to see everybody. Eva, we're finally going to see Eva Mendez come back for fuck's sake. Remember when she was teased at like the end of the fifth one? And we're like, oh yeah, Eva Mendez is back? Thank you. I think she's going to end up coming back. Gal Gadot's probably going to end up coming back in some form. She didn't die. She's just been in a coma for the last seven years or whatever the fuck they're going to do. That's what's going to happen. You already know that's going to happen, right? There's, I guarantee you Gal Gadot is coming back. I think she's going to be coming back, you know? Han's going to find out she's been in some fucking hospital for like seven years in a coma, and he's going to wake her with the power of love as he's eating some snack. I don't know. <laughs> they they retconned his retcon for the last movie. I mean, it was just like, you kill Han, you show how he got killed, you show who killed him, and now you show that it wasn't... <laughs> I mean... It's gotten ridiculous, but I just I I just have a feeling that Gal is going to end up coming back because she's the superstar now. She is now out there. So, like, why wouldn't you want to bring Gal Gadot back? I I just have a feeling that's what's going to happen. I just have a feeling. So we'll see. But, uh, you know, it it would be funny if just Dwayne Johnson's like, "Nah, I'm too busy. Sorry. (laughs) Nah, he's not going to do that. He's a professional. He's professional. We'll see. All right, let's talk about the uh, the box office. It is Monday, so uh, let's go uh, check out uh, the box office right here, real quick. So let's see, uh, 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 box office mojo, of course. So Eternals, of course, uh, was the number one right here. I mean, it is uh, it is uh, one of the lowest returns, and I love how the people who didn't like the movie Scott Mendelssohn, who uh, you know writes articles that say it's the lowest. Second, I think it said it was the second lowest debut of uh, a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie because I didn't like it. It reminded me of a Schneider movie. Uh, yeah, anyways. Yes, he does sound like Little Nicky, I swear to God. Uh, so Eternals, um, 161.4 million worldwide. So, I mean, it's doing decent, but for characters that nobody, the general audience has no idea who who they are, not a bad debut and still... We're, you know, we're still in kind of pandemic mode, not fully. It seems like people are more comfortable going back, but uh, pretty decent, uh, pretty decent offering, though. Um, for the, that kind of movie, for being like a, a divisive kind of, you know, a divisive kind of movie when it comes to that, which, you know, you knew it was going to be like that. And, you know, people are going to I mean, once Spider-Man No Way Home comes out, that's just no, it, uh, Eternals. What? You know who? And then, of course, we have Venom. Which is still running pretty strong at that 424.6, almost at 200. No Time to Die is just still kicking ass. You can actually, I think you could start renting, renting No Time to Die pretty soon here. So, and then of course, Dune. Dune. Look at that. That's not too shabby right there. 331.1 million. And like I said, it was all really about who watched it at home. And I, there's a lot of people that watched. It on HBO Max apparently too. I mean, we don't know the full on numbers, but I know they were pretty good, and I know a lot of people were excited. I was even telling my dad, I'm like, you can watch an HBO Max. He's like, oh yeah, good. So I think he's watching it. So you know, because he works and waits around and probably watched, hopefully watched it. So it was really just all about that. But yeah, so good job with the Eternals right here. 70. Uh, I think that was pretty much. Is uh, they? I think the projections were saying 70 plus. So pretty much. Uh, Made the nut that it, they thought it was gonna make. So there you go. I don't know if you guys saw it. What are you? <laughs> yeah. We are uh, the striptease police. What are you guys talking about in that in the chat? Sometimes I'm like I don't even know what the hell you guys are talking about. You haven't seen Dune, Carlos? Come on, man. Come on, man. You gotta see car. You gotta see it, man. It's good. It's really good. I've seen it twice. Plan on watching again. The thing is, though, I just wish HBO Max would adopt what Disney Plus is doing and put the fucking you know four three format on there. Because, I mean, sadly, you know, when I put it on when I put it on my TV that weekend, I it was just I automatically I automatically saw the difference of like ah it's cut off it's cut off man I want uh, I want it like that. That's the bad part. I was like, why couldn't they just Put it on. I mean, you you had Zack Snyder's Justice League like that. Why can't we put? And I think uh, even Batman v Superman, Superman is like also on there like that too, right? I don't know. (laughs) Dave, look at the leaks. What are you talking about the leaks? We got leaks. Who's got leaks right here? Scroll up. What are we talking about the leaks? Huh? I don't know what you guys are talking about. Anyone didn't enjoy doing and considered cinema doesn't deserve rights? Yeah, exactly, Jose. What are we talking about here? What are the leaks? Spidey leaks? What, did they just get tweeted out or what? What are you talking about here? What are you talking about here? They just got tweeted out or something? I'm not going to show it because, you know, I'll get my fucking video pulled. Uh, oh, what, because Campia said something? What it can't be say the can't be Yeah, can't be a. What the fuck? Oh, he totally did. <laughs> oh my god. What a dick. What a dick. Dude. Holy shit. That's fucked up. Holy shit. What the Oh my god, what the? F- oh man, that guy, dude, why the fuck would he do that? Why would he do that? I don't know. Maybe I. I, I see. Uh, I. I just scrolled down and I found him, and they have Campia's watermark on it. But I don't know. Whoa, whoa, hey, <laughs> yeah, they are. Uh, yeah, they are good leaks. They are definitely good fucking leaks. Jesus Christ dude this movie this movie is just just, yeah, yeah there's just no way that they were gonna be able to keep anything under wraps holy shit did he really leak those out no way no way no way no way that he leaked those out why would he do that they, they, that they could dive bomb his fucking channel if they did that he was gonna get fucking sued he's gonna get sued if that's true He's going to get his ass sued. Dude, tell me he did not actually do that. That is crazy. What did he leak? He leaked two very, very, very good images from Spider-Man No Way Home. Very good images. Pretty much, again, 100% confirming people that we knew that were going to be in there are in there. Dude. Campia will never get invited to anything ever again from Disney or Marvel if this is the case. This is insane. This is insane. <laughs> I, can't, I cannot believe he did this. All right. If you guys don't want to... Uh, he today said that they are throwing everything into this film. Then he does this. Okay. His watermark is on the pics. Yeah, I know. But anybody could put his watermark on the pics if they wanted to. Okay. If you guys don't want to know... I'm going to say what are in these images. If you don't want to know, mute me right now for a little bit or, you know, just go leave, (laughs) leave because, yeah, this is insane. Okay, so ready? Three, two, one. First image is all three Spider-Men without their fucking masks on. So we got Toby, who's got pretty short hair, and we got Andrew with no normal side of hair that's messy and then of course we have Tom Holland in the back who's really beat up and they're like on a they're on they're, they're on they're on like a I don't know if they're on a boat. They're on some kind of dock maybe. Water behind them. Then the second image is Peter at home with Happy with Aunt May and with Matt Murdock, Charlie Cox. <laughs> Okay, this is not, and it's not just like, I mean, it doesn't even, it's, it's definitely not Photoshop, because uh, Charlie Cox's hair is shorter than it was in the Daredevil, uh, Daredevil series. So, <laughs> man, what the fuck? It's Ralph Boner, and then Ralph Boner is sitting on the couch now. Man, that's crazy. What the fuck? I cannot. I man, how the. Is he de- is he desperate for views? I mean, what he didn't show it on a show, right? Yeah, obviously, he couldn't show it on a show. All I know is the shot of the three of them looks fucking awesome. The suits look great. Ugh. It looks great. I mean, it's again, it's the worst kept secret in Hollywood. OK, they should just release this in a fucking total film or entertainment weekly. This image right here, of the three of them, because it looks fantastic. Looks great. You know, the, the Matt Murdock pic, cool, whatever. But this picture, I'm like, yeah, there it is. That's what we wanted to see. Somebody make it, make it into a poster, please. Whew. You could see Toby's age? How? Because his hair is shorter? Shut up. <laughs> you could see Toby's age? it. <laughs> he looks like he's in his, you know, I mean, he looks like he's like 35, and he's like in his mid-40s. Come on, give me a break with that. Give me a break. Ugh. I can't believe that. I, I, I'm I, like, I'm so baffled. I am completely baffled right now. Completely baffled that Campia just did this right now. I cannot believe that. Holy shit. That's insane. Because he, he's going to be in serious trouble if that's the case. Because, I mean, that, that's those are big. The other leaks are fucking small potatoes compared to that. Small potatoes compared to that. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, power to him, man. Power to him. Because <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen with all that. That's a little odd. But then somebody, maybe somebody's sabotaging and they put his watermark on that. I don't know. Did, it, did we actually see him tweet it out? What is happening? Go read uh, his latest tweets. He's backtracking. Oh, boy. All right, let's see, <laughs> and thank you for the super chat there, uh, Aaron. Appreciate that, man. Yeah, let's see, John. <laughs> let's see. Let's see what happened here. Okay, so, oh my god. <laughs> okay, yeah, he full out. He he's full on, just like. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's see. So first he says, "Holy shit!" Okay, so I've shared Spider Man photoshops before with the uh, with with, like, 10K retweets like this one. Uh, When today I get sent these uh, and think they're great Photoshop because, show Photoshop's because the one image image has a classic mistake of having inconsistent placement of the light source. In the image, the light source is on the left of Tom and Andrew's face, but on the wrong side of Toby's. Obviously, Photoshop, five minutes later, Someone contacts me saying they might be real. So just to be safe, I delete them. Go eat dinner. But then you have it right here, dick. (laughs) Watch some of my some of the football game, then turn on my computer and find out that the damn things went viral and I'm trending on Twitter. So, yeah, I thought and still think they're fake, just like this one. Uh, But who knows? You decide. So they're talking about a light source. She's talking about the light source of it all. Why'd you fucking. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> if somebody sends you these, somebody sent you these, and that somebody photoshopped them, why the fuck did you put your watermark on it, you jackass? yeah jackass why would you put your watermark on it if they're not your images why did you put your watermark on it that's what i don't get sometimes when people start placing their watermark on a lot of things it doesn't make sense because he obviously put the watermark and it wasn't like it's just like in the corner like yeah when i make my film junkie shots thumbnails it's like yeah i have my my little guy right in the bottom corner all the time you know all the time but it's not like i'm trying to watermark it i'm just that's my thumbnail that's all he literally had his watermark like in the center. Like he's like, "This is mine. No, it's not. It's not yours. Why are you putting your watermark on it? Why do people go watermark crazy like that? Doesn't make sense? It's not your fucking water. Yeah. This is insane. Giovanni Campia. Whew. That's, that's crazy. That is crazy. I cannot believe that guy did that. He might be fucked. He might be fucked. <laughs> all right. Uh, let me look at the Twitter questions, but let me make sure that none of you... Okay. Make sure that none of you guys put the freaking uh, images underneath there. because I don't want to get my ass in trouble. So, all right. So, uh, yeah, she does have very nice cleavage. Uh, anyways. Hey, Darren. And hopefully you guys picked up Jer- uh, Darren's book. Um, it's called uh, The Saga of the Snyderverse. Very well written, very well informative. If you want to check it out, please do so. It's in uh, it's in Amazon, Saga of the Snyderverse. Uh, Darren asks, how excited are you with the casting of uh, Billy Crudup, Crudup in Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon? Yeah, apparently there's rumors that Billy Crudup, Crudup I never say his name right, Crudup, He's going to be in Rebel Moon as well. So that's going to be cool, which, you know, we haven't it's not official yet, but it's rumors. But wouldn't put it past him because Cordup has worked with Zach, of course, and two other films. Just two. Yeah. Uh, Let's see, Eric. So, Dave. On Disney Plus, day on the 12th, the last action hero of Disney princess films will finally come to the service. So, game to do a live stream viewing it, you and me, sometime. A lot more rewarding than you say, Twilight. Yeah, probably. I still have not seen it, so that is something. I've always heard, and I own a lot of people, and especially you, like it. So, yeah, I'll have to, yeah, I mean... Maybe I can do a live watch. We'll do a live watch or something like that for the first one. For the first time seeing it. It's definitely relevant. Yeah. And I hear, yeah, it is kinda like a last action heroy kinda kinda way. Kind of makes fun of some tropes and stuff. So yeah. And you know me. I love, love, love last action hero. Ryan. We went and saw Eternals yesterday and my twelve year old son says, Dad, they're making Resident Evil into a movie. I had to chuckle. A yeah. <laughs> Oh, youth. Oh, and you use the, the saint, a saint screenshot. I love that. Love that movie, too. It's a good movie. You haven't seen The Saint with Val Kilmer. It's great. Um, yeah, they're making a Resident Evil. Doing. It's like, yeah, son, they they made like nine of them before. Brad. How do you think The Rock is going to respond to Vin Diesel's Instagram post? Also, Zack Snyder really is a blueprint, isn't he? Yes, he is. Uh, Well, like I said, you know, when I was talking about it, it might all be bullshit. and He's probably going to respond in a very grand Dwayne Johnson kind of way, announcing that he is, in fact, going to be returning for that movie. He's got it. He's got it. I mean, Jason Statham, we all know that, you know, he's going to be returning, so... Jordan, hey, hey there, Dave. After seeing Eternals and setting up Black Knight towards the end, spoiler alert, so, it's all good. Do you think he'll uh, have Disney Plus show or have a movie as being a sequel to the Eternals? Well, I mean, still kind of somewhat fresh, so I won't, I'm, I won't mention the voice. Who you know, if you want to, you know, obviously in my spoiler review, I talked about that end credit scene, but I mean, he's probably going to be part of another another movie that's going to be coming out, so you know uh which you know the voice that talks to him so i think he'll it'll start with that maybe he'll get his series who knows uh that's it i can never say your name those yep yeah, yeah whatever you <laughs> if the movie uh if they move forward with zack Snyder superman and batman characters will emmerich and his ilk still have producer credits well yeah if they're greenlighting it they'll have producer credits they'll have some kind of credits uh edward Mr. Edward. Hey, Dave. Interesting to see Rogue Squadron get delayed, meaning Wonder Woman 3 for sure can fit in the 2023 release schedule. Yep. That sounds like what's going to end up happening. Uh, Clement. Do you think Hawkgirl will be in Wonder Woman uh, Wonder Woman 3 movie? If so, who's your fan cast since I remember Hawkgirl been uh, moved out of Black Adam movie, but I hope Dwayne Johnson talks about it in the future in future interviews. Hint, I think it's due to Jeff Johns, maybe wrong though. Yeah. Um, I don't know who would be. I mean, I, 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 you know, I think a lot of people were thinking Sophia Batella, but <laughs> Batella, I think she, she would have been a good one, which she still could be. It's not like just because she's doing Rebel Moon doesn't mean she can't do it, but I always thought, like, yeah, she would be an interesting choice for it. So, oh. and finally, John, maybe it's because I haven't seen Wonder Woman 84, but I'm not worried at all about Wonder Woman 3. John's being involved. It's highly unlikely, considering everything Ray has said about him and how he hasn't been how, and wasn't present present uh, on the Wonder Woman 84 press tour. As for uh, Snyder and Co., it depends on Discovery. It's very true. I mean, there's very true. We'll see what happens. When I mean, I mean, obviously, Deborah and and Zach were producers. They were in fact producers of Wonder Woman 84. <clears throat> but I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. It would be cool if you know they came back as producers and maybe even had a little help with the story. I don't, I don't know. That'd be kind of sweet, nah, but I don't think that's going to happen. I really don't think that's going to happen. So, but would be cool. Jesus Christ. John Campia is shitting bricks right now, I think. I think he's shitting bricks. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah. You like that thumbnail, right? Reverse. Yeah. Of course. You know, God, okay. hey. Patty Jenkins, she's a sexy woman. She's a sexy woman, man. So I was like, all right, found that image. I'm like, all right, let's use that one. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, I'm a pervy. Cancel me if you want to. Cancel me for saying that a woman is beautiful. No, but um, yeah, Campia is probably just like, he's probably like biting, he's probably getting phone calls, emails maybe. I don't know. He still has the image up, and he's still, but, but he's trying to prove it wrong by pointing arrows about the light source. But I'm just kind of going, I don't know, man. They look kind of real to me. But again, you put your fucking watermark on it because why? Why? That right there is just baffling. Totally baffling right now. Man. I tell you what, so, <laughs> yeah, you know, all of a sudden, we, yeah, no John Campia show tomorrow, maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'll have to, like, check and see if he actually has a show tomorrow. I might have to tune in just to see what he has to say about this, because that's going to be interesting to see the follow-up for this. So, I don't know. Uh, let's get the uh, the corridor crew in there. Let's see if they can uh, break it down, because they broke down the footage and said that's fucking real, because there's no way you could deepfake that good. So... The footage of Andrew Garfield, they actually broke it down and said that. And they did talk about light sources and whatever. So maybe the Corridor crew guys, it's just people that know this shit a little bit more. Maybe they got to break it down a little more. And that's what's going to happen. Next couple days, we're going to get people breaking it down. Maybe we'll find out that it is, in fact, Photoshop. But damn, I don't know. Because I'm talking about hair. The hair, that I think that's pretty much what Toby's hair has looked like lately uh charlie cox's hair was also pretty uh short too and it's just like you know the hair i mean usually if you photoshop you try to take you know something from the previous i don't know that's gonna be crazy but campia man
0: woo wee
1: uh yeah it's just that's 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 just insane to me anyways guys all right let's go ahead and wrap this up it's been a pretty lengthy uh, film junkie live uh i know it's just shorter but I don't know. I, I think that's is that what he was? Like? I'm pretty sure that seeing paparazzi or whatever photos, it's the same kind of hair that he was rocking. I don't know, you know. But that was probably months ago. That obviously that they shot it. Someone's gonna have to do that research too. But anyways, guys, smash that like thumbs up button before you take off. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. If you want to become a member, hit the member button and join. Um, and then, of course, the Patreon, if you want to help out the Pirate Ship, I do, I do an exclusive uh, Thursday thing over there. And then, of course, do a Patreon stream once a month if you want to check that out. And then, of course, the uh, Film Junkie Closet that is down below if you want to get some merchandise, merchandise, merchandise right there. And uh, anyways, guys, I'll see you guys tomorrow. And uh, we'll see if we'll see John Campia tomorrow. <laughs> anyways, talk to you later.